We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you what the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Presented by the Milwaukee Admirals. Visit them at milwaukeeadmirals.com. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan as we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. Make sure to take advantage of those master's programs being offered by Lakeland. So as we went to break there uh, on the Wendy's Big Show, more news coming out from John Heyman our Odyssey MLB insider from the negotiations going on this afternoon between the players union and the owners. MLB officials said that they thought they had a quote path to a deal end quote last night when they extended the deal, but that the union has struck a different note today. The official further stated through uh, the league would make one final best offer and hope for the best. Things obviously have turned South says John Heyman. And I I'm going to tell you, what I think happened, because this goes back to a John Heyman tweet earlier today about the Super 2 thing. And by the way, if you want to hear Brian Gutekunz, we're going to do that coming up here in just a few minutes. We'll play back Brian Gutekunz from the Combine uh, just ended a little while ago. So I'll let you hear Brian Gutekunz. I'm going to tell you what I think happened. I think that these agents, Scott Boris's of the world and so forth, got wind of what was being negotiated and talked about and so forth, and they got debriefed by their players as far as what was going on. They then interjected with what they think should be going on and that they may have strongly disagreed with what the players were about to agree to and that then muddied up the waters and now we are back at Stalemate City uh, with not much hope of maybe going forward. This here 
is part of the problem. It just is. And there's no way to control it. It was reported earlier today that the players, the guys that are there, did a two and a half hour call, or made two and a half hours worth of calls, or whatever the case may be, to the players within baseball to update them on what was going on and to get the feel of the players that aren't there on what they think, the other player reps, of what the deal is. Now, could it be that those player reps said, yeah, this is not a good deal. We don't like this. We're not going to go for this. Could be. Or could it be that the agents got involved and they're the reason why this whole thing is jacked up now? I'm going to put it all on Scott Boris and the other agents in Major League Baseball that got into these guys' ears at some point last night or earlier this morning before they got back to having this meeting and said, you need to ask for this, this, and this uh, in order to be okay with this, this, and this. These players bought into it, and now we're back at a stalemate. Now, we'll see. Uh, According to John Heyman, this official within Major League Baseball said they're going to make one more final best offer and see what happens. This tells me that it's probably not going to be enough. That, that's, that's my guess. But the fear factor in all of this is how much of a break is there going to be once this doesn't get done? Is it going to be, here's our last offer, take it or leave it. Players say, leave it. They make their offer. MLB says, we're done. We're not going any further. We're done. When does the next meeting happen? See, to me, that's what I want to know. So does the next meeting happen tomorrow? Does the next meeting happen Thursday? Friday? Next week? Two weeks from now? Because that is what's going to make fans mad. Like, fans are already mad that you waited this long to get serious in the last week to finally negotiate this thing when you had two months to hammer this thing out and you did nothing. And more than that, you had the whole length of the CBA to start working on the next CBA. And you couldn't figure it out. Now, if you get to the deadline and they go, okay, now we're going to miss games. Does that then mean that you're going to just stop talking for a couple of weeks? We'll get back to it. We're going to take a break. Get with our people. We'll we'll meet up next week or something like that. Because now you're just missing even more games every day that goes by. That would be my assumption. Unless Major League Baseball comes out and says, okay, we missed the deadline. So the first two weeks of April are gone. They're gone. So the next deadline, so we don't miss the last two weeks of April, is this day. And then do we wait till like two or three days before that date to have the next set of negotiations? That's my fear in all of this. Is this is going to get dragged down even longer because these two parties are going to want to be done talking to each other. And they're going to want to break. Benjamin tweets, does anyone care anymore? Baseball is killing itself here. And that and I, I, I disagree, guys. I, I totally disagree. I mean, you could say, oh, it's killing itself. If they don't play until May, they're going to put people in the seats. People are going to watch. If they don't play until June, they're going to come back. We always go back. We lost the World Series, a seasonal deal. We went back. Now, did we go back right away? Some of us know. I did, but some people didn't. But eventually, everybody came back. If you love the sport, you're there regardless. You just are. 
It's like a kid. You're a kid, right? No matter how much of a screw-up he or she may be, you love him regardless. No matter how much of a screw-up baseball currently is, it's not going to change your love for the game. It's just not. If you love going to the ballpark and tailgating, and you love going inside the game and having peanuts and popcorn and having a couple of beverages and hanging out with your buddies and talking about what's going on with the family or what happened that day at work and going to the baseball game and you've done it for 100 years, you're still going to do it. You may be mad and upset. I'm not going this summer. Okay, fine. Maybe you don't go this summer. But you'll be back next summer because it's your love. So this whole thing about baseball is killing us. Baseball ain't killing anything. Everybody that says that is either one of two things. One is just emotional and angry because they're not going to get to watch what they love and overreacting. Or two, not really fans of baseball anyhow and really don't care if it goes away or not and are taking their chances to get their free shots in at the sport when they don't really care one way or the other. Uh, to me, that's my opinion. I mean, you can disagree, but I, I think it's what those are one of the two people that we have here. Either A, Emotional overreaction because you're mad you're not going to go watch your favorite sport. So you're angry and you're lashing out. And then when it comes time, you'll forgive and forget and move on. Or two, simply just not a big fan of the sport. Don't watch a lot of the sport. Don't care about it. If the sport goes away or not. And you're taking your shots now while you can. Now, if your sport is uh, football and something like that happens, I might feel differently. If your sport is basketball or hockey, everybody might have different opinions based on you know, what their favorite sport is. I love football, baseball, and basketball regardless. So basketball can go through labor problems. I'm still going to watch. Football can go through labor problems. I'm still going to watch because I'm a sports junkie. That's why I do what I do for a living. I love it. Love it. So that's why I say this, all this nonsense about it's killing itself. It's not killing anything because most of us aren't going anywhere. And they know it. Gary brought it up on the air today. You, know, you think they bring up in these meetings about, you know, the traditions of families going to opening day and the fans and all that? I highly doubt it because they know we're all going back. Fans don't get brought up in this whole thing. Now, maybe a player brings it up, man, you're screwing the fans. The owner goes, they're going to be there anyhow. They're going to be there anyhow. People are still going to watch on TV. People are still going to go to games. Bottomago Jr., huge baseball fan. You're going regardless. Oh, 100%. Doesn't matter how mad you might get. Nope. You're going because you're a baseball junkie. Am I mad? Yeah. Yes. Will I go? Of course. Right. I'll be there on opening day. Baseball, Maybe. Right. Baseball junkie. I know I, I'm not a big opening day guy, but either way, baseball junkie, right? So I just want to watch it. You're going to go. Just want to watch it. Right. And, and again, you know, the other part of this is you have the younger audience, the kids that play baseball. My 15-year-old. Always asking, what's going on? Why isn't this done yet? Why can't we get, like, he doesn't understand the CBA and all that nonsense, right? He just wants to know, are they going to play or aren't they going to play? Because he loves Otani, Shohei Otani. So he wants to watch Shohei Otani play. And if they're not playing, whatever. And he plays, so he likes enjoys watching the games more now than he ever has uh, in the past. So he's anxious for it to start, too. All right, coming up next, we're going to uh, hear from Brian Gutekunst. Packers GM, uh, who talked uh, just a little while ago at the NFL Combine. I want to bring that to you. Devontae Adams came up. Aaron Rodgers came up. Have they gotten any offers for Aaron Rodgers? That came up. Rajul Douglas came up. A lot of different dudes came up that we've all been talking about uh, throughout the offseason. And Brian Gunnikunst answered them all. 
So we'll let you hear that coming up next. Hey, have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Now is the time. Time to join the Young Express team. Live a stress-free lifestyle. Put the windows down. Turn up the radio to the fan. And drive, baby, drive. And get paid for it, too. Why Young Express? Well, they have a 24-7 dispatch team. Extremely dedicated. Take it very personal to keep drivers moving. Young Express, you can go over the road one week and drive local the next, right? Mix it up. Local, regional, or nationwide. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. All that means is you go from point A to point B. Dispatch tells you, we need you to go to Green Bay to pick this up, and I need you to take it to Chicago uh, to drop this off. And when you drop it off in Chicago, let me know, and I'll tell you where you're going next. That's it. You're driving for a living. You're driving for a career. So if you enjoy driving, this is perfect for you. They're looking for full-time independent contractors. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success. Drives that. Sparky's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Affordable family fun with the Admirals. Tribute to wrestling night coming up. Plus, you also have the Friday Fish Fry games coming up as well. They have special uniforms for that. The Milwaukee Friday Fish Fry. Uh, in place of saying, like, say, the Milwaukee Admirals. They changed their name for a couple games. Different uniforms. Whole deal. Pretty cool deal. Uh, check all that fun out at MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Again, it's MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Uh, com for affordable family fun with the Admirals. All right. Uh, Brian Gutekunst uh, talked uh, earlier uh, today, not that long ago, uh, at the NFL Combine. Matt LaFleur, actually, uh, the Packers head coach, he's going to talk coming up tomorrow afternoon, right around quarter to one, one o'clock, I guess it's going to be. Uh, so we'll hear from Matt LaFleur uh, tomorrow as well. So probably play that back on the Madness tomorrow because probably won't have time to do it uh, on the Wendy's uh, Big Show. Also, if you're just tuning in, Shaka Smart, Marquette head coach, will join us on the Wendy's Big Show at 1135 uh, coming up on Thursday. Shaka Smart, Marquette head coach, making his debut, I believe, on the fan. I don't believe he's been on any of the shows yet. Uh, he'll be on uh, coming up at 1135 on Thursday. Looking forward to that. All right, here's Brian Gutekunst. Uh, earlier today at the NFL Combine. All right, there is Brian Gutekunst talking about a couple of different things. Uh, first of all, uh, and I'm not sure if you could hear the question or not, but Tom Silverstein brought up, hey, have you had any offers for Aaron Rodgers? And Brian Gutekunst said, no, not one. Nope, not one. So that's fine. But I think they're part of the reason why they haven't had any offers for Aaron Rodgers at this point is, is quite simple. It's going back to Green Bay. If they're negotiating, like Ian Rappaport was reporting from the NFL Network, that they're having negotiations between Rodgers' representation and the Packers on a prospective short-term deal that's going to make him the highest-paid player in the NFL, as Rappaport reported yesterday. If that indeed is happening, you're not having those negotiations unless you know the player is coming back. Now, to Ian Rappaport's point, he said, well, this is no guarantee that he's coming back, but they're having conversations again. I'm not sending my agent on a wild goose chase to work out a deal for me if I'm not planning on coming back. That's completely unfair to the agent. It's unfair to the team having them do all this unnecessary work for nothing if you then decide I'm going to retire or trade me. Like, what's the point? Why would you have them do all of that? So from that perspective, I think it's pretty clear, at least to me, if he respects either of the two parties that are working on this deal, that he's probably going to come back. So if they know he's coming back, 
or assume he's coming back because they're working on this deal, then everybody around the league knows he's coming back too. And that's why you don't have guys making offers. If there were no negotiations going on, it was all quiet in Green Bay, and the two sides hadn't talked since he left Green Bay, and nothing was happening, and word around the league was he was leaning towards a trade, then people would be calling trying to make a deal, like they were trying to do last year around the draft when Adam Schefter reported that Rodgers wanted out. How did these other teams know that Rodgers wanted out? Because they were told by Rodgers' camp, folks. How else would they know? Now, nothing. Nothing, because the assumption is he's going back by everybody. That's why Denver uh, is talking today at the NFL Combine about being aggressive and trying to find that quarterback, whether it be in the draft or uh, through trade or free agency or whatever the case may be. I think they also have moved on from the fact that this probably is not happening for Aaron Rodgers, as have the rest of the NFL. So now you turn your attention to some of these other guys. Carson Wentz, Chris Ballard saying, I... I'm not giving you a definitive answer if he's our quarterback or not going for it. We'll see. Russell Wilson in Seattle. A lot of talk about maybe they move Russell Wilson in Seattle. So there's a lot of different guys that very well could be on the move here uh, in the offseason. You saw or heard Bruce Arians today say that pretty much what these teams want for veteran quarterbacks in deals is way too expensive. So they're going to play the quarterback they took in the second round last year as it stands right now. Bruce Arians also said if Tom Brady decided to come back and play but didn't want to play for the Buccaneers, would they allow it out of his contract, essentially? Uh, he said, oh, no, bad business. Mm, not happening today, folks. Not happening today. And we'll see if that actually changes if Brady does decide uh, to come back and play. Coming up next, to get you updated one more time here before Rami comes in on what's going on with these MLB labor talks. Uh, between the union and the owners. We'll get you the latest from the MLB insiders coming up in the next segment. Hey, March means plenty of important tournament action and a place to watch all the big games while enjoying your own indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch games on while you play your favorite indoor games and their huge entertainment game room. We're talking bocce ball, foosball, table tennis, darts, shuffleboard. Got it all? Then while you're playing, get some great food. Loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of WI.com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Spring's Midday Madness presented to you by the Milwaukee Admirals. Check them out, affordable family fun, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. We're coming to you live from the Lakeland University studios, offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. See Sparky Fiverr, Bonamago Jr., Tim Shea, other side of the glass. Rami Makaloff comes up at 3 o'clock with Sam Schmitz producing for him. Except before uh, the break, I want to get you updated on what's going on with these labor negotiations. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. To hear Rami Makhlouf when he comes in here for Crosstalk. Next segment. Cannot wait. Because I didn't see him all that active last night when all this stuff was going on last night. Now, I I was on there just addicted to it. Just kept hitting refresh on Twitter, refresh on Twitter. My buddies are texting me uh, back and forth about what's going on and what they're seeing, what I'm seeing, and all this stuff. And it was a whole thing. And then I finally fell asleep at like midnight. I couldn't stay awake. So... Now today comes, they have their first meeting a little while ago, 
And John Heyman, our Odyssey MLB insider, this was the latest thing that I had. When we started the hour, this was the latest. MLB officials said they thought they had a, quote, path to a deal, end quote, last night when they extended the deal, but that the union has struck a different note today. The official further stated through league uh, would make one final best offer and hope for the best. Things obviously have turned south, says John Heyman. That was 40 minutes ago, like I said, right about the time we started the show. Okay, fine. Now here's the latest from John Heyman, a series of three tweets. Union official appeared to say he strongly disagrees with the MLB characterization of the union tone changing today. Says they've made clear there were, quote, massive differences, end quote. Okay. John Heyman's next tweet. Players Union requested luxury tax figures of $238 million, $244, $250, and $263. So that first number was $238. MLB offered tax figures of $220, $220, $224, and $230. That is a massive difference. Now understand the reason of why they're both looking for the numbers they're looking for. The owners want the number to be smaller because they want the smaller and mid-market teams a better chance to compete. That's why they don't want the number that high. That's part of it. The players union, they want that number to be much higher so teams don't get penalized until the salaries are bigger. So right now you're talking that first year difference is $18 million. The second year difference is $24 million. The third year difference is $30 million. I mean, you're not even close on what this luxury tax number is going to be. Now, they agreed last night, according to Bob Nightingale, on what the penalties are, which is going to be the same as the CBA. See, MLB originally came up with, uh, okay, you want it to be 230 or 245, but the penalty is 50% instead of, say, 15% for that first-time offender. And now they... They backed off that and said, fine, we'll do the same penalties, but we want the number to come down. John Heyman's third tweet. Union request on the bonus pool was $85 million. MLB has had $25 million. Not close there either. Things look very bad, says John Heyman. They're in a lot of trouble, folks. Now, I'll say this. Yesterday, at this time, I thought they were screwed. I did. During Big Show and on this show, I said they're going to be gone for at least a month. They're, they're not playing till May. There's just no way. They're never going to get this done. And then last night, I got my hopes up again. I got my hopes up again. Wow, I'm shocked. I can't believe this is actually close. Like, they're close to getting this done. Once they agreed on the playoff format and the luxury tax penalty, again, we're only going off of what we see on Twitter, right? I, I don't have a... Somebody down there that's in the middle of it on one side or the other texting me going, oh, the owners just offered us this or the players just offered me this. I don't, I'm nobody on the inside of this. So from that perspective, I'm just like you relying on Twitter to tell me how the negotiations are going. I thought we were going in the right direction. And now we sit here and we realize it's not. Not close. When you're talking about $30 million apart, on where the luxury tax number is going to be, that's a gigantic gap. I've never been involved in a negotiation like this in my life. Okay? Never been involved in one. But wouldn't it make sense that you would trade one for another? So, for instance, the bonus pool money. 
85 million. MLB's at 25 million. Wouldn't it make sense to go? I'll tell you what. Bonus bill money will move up to 50 million. And in exchange, your luxury tax number has to start at closer to 225 versus 238. And we'll go up in $5 million increments, which is still more than what we offered. But you're giving us some money back in that bonus pool as well, year to year. Would they do that? I don't know. I brought up my idea yesterday to Ben Verlander, MLB on Fox analyst from the Bass Podcast, about a $100 million salary cap floor. Ben Verlander said, Sparky, just listen closely. As soon as you say the word salary cap, they're going to say no. Doesn't matter what you say after. Does not matter how great of an idea you have, no matter how good it is, the union will never, ever, ever, ever agree to any type of salary cap like the NFL has. He said, so you have to come up with a creative way of having a salary cap without calling it a salary cap in order to have a chance at it. The floor, the players union, the the floor for all of these teams is something that the players union obviously would love to see. But again, the fight there is these smaller market teams that don't want to pay a ton of money are going to fight it. And Manfred, to his credit, has been representing pretty well the middle and smaller market teams in in these talks. Because he could very well just say, okay, we'll raise the luxury tax uh, number to 238, 244, 250, 256, and 263. That's what the players want. The MLB wants it to be 220 for the first three years of this deal and then move up in, what, four and $6 million increments. They're $33 million off by by the fifth year of the CBA. That's not remotely close to happening. Rami Makhlouf is here. I want to talk baseball with Rami Makhlouf. So we'll make more talk, more crosstalk than normal today because I can't wait to hear what Rami Makhlouf thinks of all of this. We'll talk to him next here at Sparky's Midday Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, offering evening and online master's programs. Learn more at lakeland.edu slash get started. Baseball's done. Uh, I'm just going to tell you. Jeff Passan just tweeted out MLB's best and final offer before the deadline in an hour and 10 minutes. So they're saying they're done. He also tweeted out, y'all should know by now. That was was before this tweet. Oh, really? MLB's best and final offer. No changes to the thresholds. So they did not move (sighs) off the luxury tax number of 220 in any of the first three years. 224, 230. So they're still 30 million apart by the time this thing is said and done. They did a $5 million increase on pre-arbitration bonus pool from 25 to 30. There's still like $50 million difference there. An increase on minimums uh, for player minimum from six seventy-five dollars to $700,000. I moved up $10,000 per year. So at least they got to $700,000, so I guess that's good. Outside of that, there's no chance. There's no chance. Get on playing, go home. It's over. So to me, this is where I want to see what happens now. So this deadline, hour and 10 minutes. Players Union, I'm sure, will say no to this because MLB says they're done negotiating. This is it. So if this is it, now when do they meet next? I'm going to guess they'll meet in like at least a week. They're not going to continue to talk tomorrow. There's no way. They're going to say, we'll talk to you in a week. Bob Nightingale and his P. I think it was Bob Nightingale. He, he had a big night last night. He was all over it last he, night. In his piece, he said they'll probably take four or five days off yep. and then get back at it. I guess it'll be next week, next Monday or something. That I mean, if you're, if you're just going to cancel a month right off the bat, I guess. He's not going to cancel a month right off the bat. He said that they're not going to make up any games that they lose, and now games will start coming off, assumingly they go forward. 
So now again, he said he's willing, Ranford, they're willing to go a month without games. That it's not going to hurt them as much as it's going to hurt the players by losing a month. So I don't know if there's a TV thing stipulation that says you could have so many games missed before, you know, we start taking money back that we're paying you or mm-hmm. you owe us money back. I don't know. I'll have to wait and see. How much were you following this last night, Rami Makhlouf? I wasn't following it at all because Sam told me for my mental health I should stop because throughout the show yesterday I was just searching MLB lockout on Twitter and hitting refresh repeatedly hoping that there was some good news, and then Sam finally convinced me that there would be no good news and that we were going to lose baseball games, so I gave up. It was so good last night. I, just I watched, was so excited. I was just watching the Bucks game, you know, and then I, I, like an idiot, I got on Twitter and saw, you know, the good news, in quotes. How long did you stay up watching and hoping it was going to get done? Oh, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I made it to I did, midnight and fell I did, asleep. I did get my hopes up that I'd wake up this morning and it'd be like Christmas. And I thought it was, like, was going to be done when I woke up. In place, yep. I thought know, so, too. And, yeah, no. And I'm disappointed in you. Disappointed in you. Really, I am. You're smarter than this. You're smarter than this. You're not, what are you, you're not a dummy. I said yesterday I thought they'd miss a month. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. Last night I got my hopes up thinking it was going to be done. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm dumb. I was dumb enough to, to fall for that, that threat of optimism that they so gave you, us. So me and you both. To. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm disappointed in you because of what you said before the break, that you got to give Rob Manfred credit because he's been fighting for small and mid-market teams. He has been. He hasn't. If he didn't care about small and mid-market teams, he would have taken the threshold that the players wanted, 238, and said, fine, done. None of the owners. Because the luxury tax number, the the penalty number, 15%, that didn't change. I know. None of the owners, well, I... Of course, Cohen and the Dodgers, all the big market teams would love that number. They're, they're... No, they don't want that either, because The Dodgers were at 272 last year. I understand that. I understand that. But having it up that high means that the player's slice of the pie is that much bigger. That's what this is all about. This is about the owners trying to keep the player's slice as small as possible. I understand. That's that's what that number is about, that competitive balance tax. That's what that number is all about. How small can we keep the player's slice of the pie? But if you, ra- if you have a floor, mm-hmm. then they get their piece of the pie. This, my issue is and has been the same thing. Instead of having these big stars at these meetings... Give me a bunch of Brent suitors at the meeting. Give me those guys. Those guys that are going to get affected by this far more than these other guys. And again, a million dollars to a million dollars to whoever you are. I understand Everybody that. votes on it. It doesn't really but, matter. But the guy making $600,000 a year losing a month of game checks, that's going to be a big deal to him. A guy making $100,000 right. a year, so you want to even a these, bigger you want to, game You want to strong arm these guys into a deal that's not fair for the players because they're afraid of losing paychecks. But these guys aren't afraid of losing paychecks that are the at the top. that's not the long-term health of the game. But it's going to screw the rest of the league, I'm telling you. I mean, eventually they're going to lose because the majority of the league is 600000 and less. Eventually these guys going to be like, dude, that's enough. We're, we give up. We got to go. Like, I can't pay my house payment. I can't pay this. I can't pay that. We got to go. I mean, you just had Decker on yesterday. That dude slept in his car in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Man. Nothing's I, happening. No, nothing's happening. No, it's done. I, I think it's done. I mean, we'll see. I, I can't believe I, I fell for that either. We haven't seen it officially from anybody saying that people are walking out and they're going in their cars and leaving. I can't believe I fell for that. Um, oh, I'm such an idiot. You know, that's the second time in like a week I've fallen for something that I've told people not to fall for. Players convening now. Uh, oh, looking cool. at the offer, I'm but sure there's no chance. Yeah, I'm sure it's all going to go great. There's no chance. They, they, they didn't move hardly at all. Like, I don't see how this gets done, which means opening day at the end of the month, toodles. 
Well done. But I just want you and everybody else listening to know that Rob Manford is not out for small and mid-market teams. That's not what this is about. Don't let him fool you. Don't let him pull the old banana in the tailpipe on you. That's not what's what going on What is he out here. for? He's out for all the owners keeping the player's slice of the pie as small as possible. It's like a salary cap in any other sport, Sparky. It's just got a different name. And and when when the salary cap goes up, what that signifies is the player's slice of the pie getting a little bit bigger. And that goes oh, up based al- on the TV revenue Right, deal. along right. with the pie getting bigger. When, right. when the NFL's pie gets bigger, the player's slice gets bigger. Correct. When the NBA's pie gets bigger, the player's slice gets bigger. Right. And that's what the player's are trying to ensure here, and the owners are trying to make sure that they can keep the player's slice as small as possible and keep the bar as low as possible for what is quote-unquote competitive in Major League Baseball. That's that's what this is all about. Pure and simple. It's not about protect Milwaukee and protect, you know, Detroit and Cleveland. Kansas City and Cleveland. Right. It's, not, it's not about protecting any of you. They don't care about you. They've never cared about you. I don't you. disagree. They don't they care about the fans. They never will care about you. I agree with you on that. And yes. they don't care about small markets being competitive. They don't. They never have. And they never will. That's not what this is about. This is simply about... Them keeping their money. This is simply... Yes. This is simply about ownership trying mm-hmm. to keep labor's slice as small as possible. Makes sense. Period. Plain simple. I'm not arguing with you. It makes sense what you're saying. No doubt. Totally makes sense. <sighs> okay. I just want baseball. That's not happening. So just move on. Uh, you got Rogers talk coming up here. Got to have some type of deal. They're working on a deal, so we'll see how that gets done. Devontae no, I want Adams baseball. Talk, uh, none of Packers this replaces. None of this replaces baseball. I'm not saying it does, but at least there's something. It's not July where we'd have nothing, or June. I want to wake up well, on a Sunday. I want to wake but. up on a Sunday when I have nothing to do and go. Oh, you know what? I think I'll hop on a shuttle bus and go to American Family Field today. Watch a baseball game. That's cool, right? It's cool, and you can do that. That's what I want. That's yeah. all I want. I understand. That's all I want. You'll have it in May or June. May for sure. I think May. I think it'll be at some point in May. It'll be at some point in May. It's too cold in April anyhow. It's not. They got oh, a roof. They put a roof on it. Well, you're taking a shell. You're not tailgating, I guess. It doesn't matter to you from no, that No, I'm not tailgating. Right. No. What's coming up on your show? Anything good? You're really so, depressed now, so aren't you? So depressed, dude. Yep, I hear you. So depressed. I feel you. And I'm mad at myself for falling for it. So I was really I. Am. I'm mad at myself, too. I fell for it, too. Why don't I let myself have, have optimism? Yeah. This was all a ploy by the owners to be like, mm-hmm. see, we tried, you know? Mm-hmm. They got you. Hate, they got all of us. I hate everybody. I guarantee you the insiders that are at these meetings all thought this was going to get done today, too. I hate everybody and everything. Didn't have them. So what's on your show today? That's what's coming up, 3 to 6. I hate everyone and everything. That's, that's exciting. That's what's coming up for Can you please hours. bring something more than that? I guess. So everybody is talking about, oh, enough with the Rodgers talk. I keep seeing the tweets. You guys, all you do is talk about Rodgers. Okay. All right. That guy. All right. I got a question for you, that guy. Who's the one guy not named Rodgers or Adams that the Packers need to keep around this offseason? Andre Campbell. You, you got Campbell. It's all day, not close. Really? There's not another one. Really? Over uh, MVS? Oh, over yeah. Lazard? I don't care about the two over receivers. Over Russell Douglas? Toodles to the receivers. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's... It's uh, Devondre Campbell, one of the Smith brothers have to stay, and then Roger. Well, I'm just talking about those four free agents. Those, I, I, was reading, I was reading Pete Doherty's piece today, and he was, like a lot of people have been doing, putting together sort of the salary cap puzzle mm-hmm. if they keep Devontae around and they keep yeah, Aaron Rodgers around. Yeah, I read and it. He said if they keep them both, they probably can keep around one of 
Lazard, MVS, Douglas, or Devontae. But it's Campbell. already been out there that Rodgers wants MVS with him wherever he goes. Okay. So that'll take care of that problem for you. Okay. Uh, so, But we don't know if it's true. Until, as Packer fans will tell you, until I hear Aaron Rodgers say it, I don't believe anything. Right. Uh, Bonamago Jr., you have something. What do you got, buddy? Yeah, Bob Nightingale. Uh, barring good. a stunning surprise, MLB is expected to make their official announcement of a delayed 2022 regular season. Right. I mean, that's what we thought. I We told you that just two, five minutes ago when I read this offer and said it's crap. There's no way the union's going to accept that. There's no way. They're just going to give them the middle finger and get in their cars and go to the airport and fly home. That's that's going to be how this is going to work out. Now the question is, again, can I, can I when will vacation they— vacation time right now? Can I just ask for vacation time right now? Not like th- in three minutes? Yeah. No. because I, I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I don't want to do this. Today. I gotta go to Sheboygan. I don't if I didn't have to go today. to Sheboygan, I would gladly do three miles you wanna, for you. You want to host? Three I can't. To six? Sam Schmitz, maybe. Sam. Yeah, I, I can't. I want to do, do this. I mean, our boss is on a plane, so unless he's listening online, which he might be, he said he's got internet. Unless he's listening online, I guess he wouldn't know. But yeah, no, you're good. I'm sorry. But, but again, the question now is, when Manfred announces the delay, will he say? We're delayed till April 15th. The deadline to not extend it another two weeks is this day. Or will he say every day that we miss going forward will be a day off of the schedule? So today we lose this day, whatever opening day. What's opening day? March 29th or something goofy? March 30th. March 30th, yeah. something like that. So we lose this day. Now if we we miss tomorrow, then we miss the next day. So we just keep kicking, clicking days off. Or is he going to go in bigger chunks? Is he going to say first two weeks are gone? First, the earliest we'll start now is April 15th, and that's only if we have a deal done by next week, Wednesday. If we miss next week, Wednesday, then we're going to click off another two weeks. It's got to be two weeks. So is he going to go in chunks, or is he going to go day by day off the schedule? And then the other question is going to be, when are y'all meeting next? That also has to be asked. Rami looks like he's going to cry. I thought he'd be joking. (laughs) so bad. He's just, just so depressed. You went through this. I promise you this. We will not miss a World Series, and they will not cancel the season. Is that good? Because you've been through both of those things. Yeah, sure. Were you? How, what, yeah. what was your that's, reaction that's when, they, when con- you missed the World Series? It's our consolation prize. Did you cry when they missed the World Series? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. You would have been a sophomore. Yeah. I was like 13, 14 years yeah. old, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Freshman, sophomore, somewhere in that area. Freshman. Uh, okay, that, that'll do it. Robin Makhlouf coming up next. Zach Galb will be here at 345 after Talk his, about his weekend yeah. trip to Milwaukee. Disastrous he Bucks live. coming in. He went and hung out with Bart Winkler and nobody called me. Bart will be here at 4. He's not your friend. Who? Bart. I thought we were friends, though. He's not? Well, that's the first question for Bart. I don't. Are we friends? You're not. I mean, it's good for his radio show. I mean, I, no. All right. I don't think that's a thing. My first question for Bart. Yeah, I don't think it's a thing. Bart, are we friends? No, because then if he says yes, you go, really? Then why didn't I get invites to that's hang a, out with you and that's Zach That's exactly Gelb? the follow-up. Right, that's yeah, the follow-up. That's exactly the follow-up. I, clearly you're not. No. I mean... Unless Gelb doesn't like you. But if Gelb doesn't like you, he wouldn't come on your show. See, Gelb and I were DMing on Friday. So he didn't invite you either. Well, he... So somebody kept you out. He did ask me... If I was in town this weekend. Right. And I said I am. Right. But I have a comedy show about a half hour north Saturday night, so I probably won't be around. I thought he was leaving on Sunday. You know, if you come right. for a weekend, usually you leave on Sunday. Right. He didn't say anything about it. He was like, oh, that's too bad. He didn't say, oh, what about Sunday? Did he, was, he say, oh, I'd love to come see your comedy show? 
He was going to the Bucks game Saturday night, right, right, so right, I knew yeah. that wasn't happening. Yeah. So no, he didn't. Um, but yeah, so I guess he left on Monday after hanging he did. Out, after hanging out with Bart. Bart, yeah, yeah. With Bart. Mm-hmm. So Bart will be here at four at fourth base too. They had some good food. Yeah, they didn't call it some like run the mill place. They no. went where there was good. Food. Yeah, they went where there was some good, really good food. food. Yeah. yeah, yep. Without me, without me. We'll do some draft mockery with Bart. We'll hear from Matt Lafleur, and you're letting him do draft mockery we'll from, after all that. We'll hear from Brian Gutekunst. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be. Oh, I just came up with a good idea for draft mockery. Since Bart and I are such good friends, buddy cop movies. Buddy cop movies will be the draft today. I don't understand. At four forty-five, buddy cop movies. What does that mean? You know, two cops are friends trying to solve the crime. You never heard of the buddy cop genre? Nope. Oh my god, it's a whole genre of movies. Lethal Weapon is a buddy cop movie. Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills cop? cop. Buddy. 48 Hours. Cop. Oh, sure enough. <laughs> buddy cop movies. Popular buddy cop Bad movie. boys. Bad boys, yeah. yeah. Shaft. Shaft. Chips. Sure. Uh, the Nice Guys. Never heard of that. No, never heard of it. Let's Be Cops. Show Dogs. I don't, it doesn't seem like there's a lot to pick from no, there. No, I just gave you six, seven of them. Oh, The Heat. Now that was really good. I don't one. remember that one. You probably never saw it. All right. Uh, I want McCarthy, to start my show. I'm not even going to start. I, Sam, just so you know, I'm not starting with the Packers thing. I'm going to yell about baseball the first segment, and then we'll get into the Packers stuff, and then Zach Elb, and then Bart, and then Draft Mockery. We'll hear from LaFleur. We'll hear from Gutekunst. I'll cheer up. I promise. It'll be a fun three hours here on The Fan. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, he's next. Can't wait. Uh, he's Rami Makhlouf with his quote-unquote friend, Bart Winkler, <laughs> coming up uh, at 4 o'clock. Have a good one. Toodles. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.